0: Welcome to episode number 152 of the Towelay Talk podcast. This is Casey. This is Chris. And we're chatting about all the things that happen in all the geeky world. <laughs> um, so let's get into it. So first things first the Marvel TV movie news. We've got Into the Spider-Verse 2. Um, that was announced after the last episode, of course. And... You know, it's uh, one of those things where it's inevitable, but we do have a date. It's coming April eighth, twenty twenty two, which does seem like a while away, but at the same time, with the way that that movie was animated, it does not surprise me. It's going to take that long to come out.
1: No, absolutely not. I mean, everything's done. We're acting like two thousand twenty one is like a decade away. It's 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 a year away. It just seems like a long time away for a new decade. That's it. A year is
0: nothing. I agree. I agree. Plus, you know, we used to wait three years for Star Wars movies. You still should have to. We could do this. (laughs) Well, at this point, we will be. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so, yeah. You know, they won an Oscar. it, It makes sense. This movie is, I'll wait as long as they want to make us wait. The first one was amazing. That's all. That's all that matters. Alright, so moving over to the Marvel MCU, um, we got dates uh, stuck in for five Marvel Studios movies. Now, they're not officially announced, but we do know um, that, let's see here, we got Blade is officially coming, uh, Captain Marvel 2, Doctor Strange
1: 2, Black yeah. I mean, one? as much as you want to get into like all that, it's 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 funny because all of a sudden, like this next one, they'll just announce Ant-Man 3 and it'll get thrown on the schedule. So it's like, I, it's speculating about what's going to go into what is. They could just throw, they could come up with whatever they want and say, hey, we're going to make a movie now or X, Y, Z. I guess the biggest thing about this now is that. When when Marvel is talking about doing eight projects a year, including movies and TV, that's super super aggressive and super like world building and 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 unprecedented of anything that anybody's doing in Hollywood or or period. <laughs> to to be honest with you, it's insane.
0: I mean, I think it makes sense, like because Spider Man is getting you know part on on part of that as well. Yeah, um, I think they probably include. You know, What If is like an animated show, whatever they've got with like that uh, Howard the Duck and stuff. So to me, I guess that does sound a lot, but at the same time, it kind of just sounds like par for the course, because if you really think about it, even though they were loosely connected, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, all of the uh, defenders, like who, you know, the runaways and all that. Like when you look at that broad scope, that is already
1: what they've been doing.
0: It's, it doesn't really change anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what if is gonna definitely be a standalone thing, you know? Who knows what the Hulu animated series will really lead into. I'm sure all that's very standalone-ish, um, except for its own crossovers. So I mean this is this is kind of what, what Fuggy's getting at, you know, with this this essential viewing and you know people can say what they want and they can complain all they want but you've been paying for this shit for 10 years you've been going to the movies you've been keeping up what's what's going to stop you from buying you know into disney plus getting on board with those shows and then having a fucking good time where you can connect the stories into the movies so i mean when you say Vision is going to lead right into like doctor strange and the multiverse of madness or whatever you know and and you can you can link these things together yeah, you're creating something that nobody else has ever done. Are people complaining? Oh yeah, people are. Yeah, of course people are complaining. People, people are hate corporations. People like, I don't even like. I'm not even fully on board for like Disney owning every freaking property. I love, you know, like that's fine because like, yeah, they're making great stuff. But at the same time, it's like this. Like nobody wants to buy into corporate anything. You know these days it's 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 a tough thing like everybody will turn around and say well um i hate amazon but i love disney but like at the end of the day they had the same kind of practices you know with with employees and stuff. so it's it's very it's a very tough thing in america where people love to complain about things so whatever yeah i try to yeah people hate disney man
0: people hate i know it. they hate disney i, I guess they I hate it know they but hate for, marvel like, i know
1: people who love star wars Won't even touch Star Wars anymore because it's Disney.
0: They're fools,
1: but whatever.
0: That's not us. Uh, So, um, Jeremy Slater, who's the showrunner, writer on Umbrella Academy. Creator. um, Well, of the show.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Um, He's going to be on Moon Knight and leading the writing team. I'm thinking, like, you know, Gerard Way is. Umbrella Academy, but yes. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we'll see. You know, Umbrella Academy is good. The only thing for me with Moon Knight is that because it's going to be TV, PG 13 or or whatever and the character is not, it's going to be very interesting to see how that's handled. Mandalorian. No, because Star Wars doesn't have people's heads coming off and
1: yeah well you know what i mean like, mcu has already proven that they can do it without that stuff and now with deadpool you know who knows what they're gonna do i mean if you can say yeah we can do rated right r movies i think you can probably do a little bit darker moon Knight series than uh than originally planned so we'll
0: see i guess we'll find out what's happening well i
1: mean they could, they could just rely on parents being you know responsible and not letting your kids watch mature stuff, you know, and allow us adults to enjoy shows like that instead of making everything so across the board.
0: I guess it depends on where it goes. If it goes to Disney Plus, then it Mm -hmm. it can't be violent. That violent.
1: Yeah, That's going to be weird. It'd be weird when they can't put Disney, like Deadpool 3 on (laughs) Disney Plus. Can't do it. Yeah, it
0: has to go to who? It's just,
1: it's dumb. They should have restrictions or something, you know. the, The I, I just don't think they should be limiting content and, and you know, cutting, like, putting a censor on content just because, you know, want to make everything in Disney. Well, Disney's already accepted the fact that they want to make Deadpool. So you got to open up. You can't just make a, a PG Moon Knight. It just, you're right. It just, it's it sounds lame to me, to be honest with you. We'll see. In Feige, we trust. Exactly. Um,
0: and then, finally, uh, <laughs> She-Hulk lands writer Jessica Gao. She worked on Rick and Morty. She created the Pickle Rick episode. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, you know, I mean, putting the teams sure. together for that. It's good. It's good to see. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wish there would have been a Marvel show at launch. To be honest with you, I really wish they would have had something.
0: Yeah, it's um, you know, I talk about it with like this uh, Warner Brothers or HBO Max. Like, they should have a Harry Potter show. And maybe they will, and maybe oh, we just don't know. They but will. it just kind of seems like, you know, you did everything with Disney and, and Pixar and uh, Star Wars, but like, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe you know, End Game's huge. I guess that's it. We got Endgame.
1: yeah, we're still <laughs> in the aftermath of End so right. whatever.
0: Well, so
1: Spider Man,
0: yeah, <laughs> Spider Man, yeah. So let's drop draw, jump across the pond. On DC, uh we've got some D de- you know, Bat the Batman casting. Uh confirmed is Alfred will be played by Andy Serkis. Um given that he was Caesar for uh what's his name? Matt Reeves in yeah. two of the apes movies. It just that was a no-brainer, in my opinion. Um, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, and him then- being in the movie is a no-brainer. Um Alfred yeah, maybe. I would rather see him as a penguin, I think, or some villain. I, I just feel like he. He could do more as like a weird villain than than the butler. But whatever.
0: It might have been a. It might have been a choice for him. Maybe he was. I mean, Caesar's a good guy. But like, he's been getting a little tight cast with bad guys lately. Like Black Panther and. Um, what else is he do? You know, Gollum. like, you know, I don't know. You're right. Yeah. Would he have been a kick-ass penguin instead of possibly Colin Farrell?
1: Yeah. At the same
0: time? I like Colin Farrell. He does, he's a he's good actor. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, but our good buddy Ruben there was right. Like, those two roles could have been switched easily. Like, Colin Farrell could have been a younger, like, they could have aged him a little bit, but I think that he could have been a good, like, mentor, Alfred character, but whatever.
0: He could have been like um Gotham's uh Alfred. Like kind of like a kick ass Alfred.
1: Yeah, yeah. All, like you wear the Batman Gotham, all of yeah, that. He's like, he the Batman. He's the secret agent <laughs> yeah. badass motherfucker. You know, it's be so good. But whatever.
0: Yeah. Um so and then Matthew McConaughey is eyed for two faced, which again would be pretty cool casting. Yeah. Um, so, and then finally, um, they've got a newcomer, uh, this actress, Jamie Lawson, who literally just graduated Juilliard. Um, and she's going to be being in the name of Bella, who I've never heard of in any Batman comic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This to me, it seems a little off. Um, I mean, a lot of people are assuming that she is. Barbara Gordon, um, but I mean, that's that's an assumption based on skin color, I think. Um, and you know, maybe this is kind of like a red herring in a way to get us away from that idea, and maybe she is Barbara Gordon. Which, fine. I would love to see her introduced into these movies somehow, um, and this would be a good way to do it. Um, but who knows? Maybe she is this Bella character. It's funny that Bella comes up in a um, Robert Pattinson movie, though.
0: Right, yeah. Is Bella a uh, nickname for Barbara? You know, right?
1: Some weird right. stretch of it.
0: You know, I don't know. Um, who knows? I don't care. Like, I'm just excited.
1: <laughs> I care.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just excited for this movie. At this, well, point, that's the that's like,
1: the other thing. Like, we're like, oh, 2021 is so far away, but that's you know, that's the year before Spider Verse. We get Batman. Um, we get you know we get now we get Black Adam that's finally been announced, which is you know we're gonna talk about next, but um, and there's a what suicide squad comes out that year too, yeah, so that's a big year for d c that's pretty good, finally, oh, solid <laughs> movies,
0: yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, so yeah, like you said, Black Adam also got announced um official release date of twelve twenty two twenty one uh rock has never once wavered <laughs> like he has he is there, which is awesome, so. Um he'll be in the role and um I'm trying to think of who's directing this movie again. It's uh, uh the guy who's directing um another rock movie.
1: The oh, uh movie. River the River to- Cruise?
0: Yeah, Jungle Cruise. Jean Colette
1: Serra. Jean Colette Serra, yeah.
0: So here's the thing. So whatever, river cruise, that may be fine, that's great. It's probably sweet. The guy also directed the communer. With Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. Nonstop with Liam Neeson. (laughs) The Unknown, also with Liam Neeson.
1: (laughs) Is Liam Neeson in this movie as Hawkman? Probably. (laughs) And then, um, he,
0: yeah, I mean, so apparently he is really good with Liam Neeson, so we'll see how this goes. The dude's directed some decent things, though. Oh, The Shallows,
1: yeah. Oh, no, actually, I don't think he ever did, um... River Cruise. To be honest with you, I think that was something else. Um, another rock movie, of course. But yeah, no,
0: he's doing he he did the Jungle Cruise movie that's coming out.
1: Oh, he did. Yeah, it,
0: it comes out. That might even come out this year.
1: It does, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yep. no, 2020.
0: 2020. 2020. Okay, 2020. you're
1: right. I see it now. Yeah. Um, Run so... all night with Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's you know that's crazy. That's like Scorsese and. Um, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio type or, or shit. Or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like that's – who would have even thought about that? So anyway, um, that's coming, and he's directing it, and Black Adam is getting his movie. So
1: Hey, uh, just uh, a shout-out there. That, that boss logic poster is awesome. It was amazing that somebody who's been doing fan art and who's become so popular was able to team up with Jim Lee – and and put this poster out for you know for WB and DC. So that's that's awesome. I love that the guy's getting real recognition now.
0: Yeah, he did. Um, he's done a couple official things for DC too, mm-hmm. like he, for the CW for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like like when yeah, I read this this post is like, about it, this was his big one. Like working with Jim Lee is like a dream for him. Like, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: Well, that's like um, that guy Blake Armstrong. We actually interviewed him for Artist Alley on Don't Forget mm-hmm. and he does international posters. So he just did one with Sonic, which looks insane. Oh, cool. And he's done Ghostbusters, and the dude gets big ass movies. And I was like, oh, Don't Forget Tall, right? <laughs>
1: cool. Oh, it all comes back to that.
0: Uh, all right, so let's jump over to the Arrowverse. Um, we got Paul, oh, Paul Blackthorne and Emily Beck Rickards. They're set to return. That's a no brainer. I mean,
1: yeah, we're just waiting for an announcement on that, really. Yeah, um, especially Paul, it... Paul Blackthorne. I mean, if oh. I didn't get to see him in the last, it's funny going from like hating him so much in the first season, like being like this guy's so useless. I mean, he made himself that way too because I think he was acting that way. But yeah, so becoming such an important part of the show, and then you know, you know. Being killed off, and now now people want him to return, because you know I thought that I really liked his character by the end of the by the by the end of his run, so I'm glad they're bringing him back in some some multiverse way
0: yeah um um who knows multiverse or you know they've been doing all those flashbacks too, so yep, yep. we'll see um there is the era'll get a two hour finale event on tuesday january twenty eighth um the the finale is called fade out. Hmm. And um so that should be a nice tearjerker of a time. And then uh, Kevin Smith is actually gonna be hosting the Crisis on Infinite Earth's after show on the CW on 12 8 and 1210. So that's in a few weeks. They did that for um what did they do it
1: for? Everything.
0: <laughs> no 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 I, I... remember Kevin Smith did that after show with um it was a DC Jeff one. Johns
1: yeah was it like one of the dcu show was it the dcu shows the first season
0: no 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 it wasn't it was like i don't know it was like maybe it was like a wonder woman talk you know what i mean or like it was something something weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um oh dawn of the justice league that's what they did oh yeah i do remember that yeah where they're just like chatting about it so yeah yeah, you know, Kevin Smith's directed a lot of the episodes for these for all the Arrowverse, so yeah, that's um, that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah,
1: it'll be fun, it'll be a real fun time, you know. Those that that crossover is coming up quick. Uh, we got about what half a month now, maybe three weeks. Um, yeah. so yeah, I'm really, I'm really pumped, and you know, they're like, oh, well. The crisis is gonna start sooner on your shows than you think. It's like it already has.
0: It started since day one on air. <laughs> it started
1: like the end of last season. So, yeah, <laughs> it, true, started, true. it started. It started in flash season one.
0: <laughs> also true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, in a bit of casting news, uh, Natalie Dreyfus has been cast as Sue Dibny. Um,
1: she has her other her maiden name right now in the show. Sue of course. Dearborn.
0: Yeah, Dearborn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um but well, this anyway. is cool. It's a yeah. nice
1: little, you know, payoff for for fans.
0: Well, plus, we'll see if she lives. Um plus well,
1: <laughs> Dr. Light's dead in in many different multiverses now. So. I,
0: I know. Um <laughs> guy or girl. But I just he got underutilized last season. Like he disappeared and I don't even remember if they explained why. And now he's back full time on this season of Flash, but I don't know. Like I feel like they sometimes don't know what to do with Ralph. So hopefully they figure that shit out with him.
1: Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: Or he gets her and they disappear.
1: <laughs> um hey man, can you can you clap us back in somebody's at my door. Oh, yep. Be right there. Hold on. Coming. Oh is exactly. that how are you today? Yeah, we're okay, to What we're doing is talking to people, especially people who are interested in wondering about what really is our purpose here on the earth. Okay, that's the day. I'm actually gonna work on so. Oh okay, sorry. Thank you. Fucking knock on my door for your Jesus shit. <sighs> what All time he's... is this? Oh, 10.30 AM? Jesus Christ. Exactly. Um,
0: Alright, you ready? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't on the docket, but I did want to talk about the uh, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. It yeah, it needs up... to be on the
1: docket. That's right.
0: <laughs> yep. It picked up some big-ass steam this week with Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, uh, yab Abdul, um, what's his name, Aquaman, Jason Momoa, all yep. tweeting... Release the Snyder Cut. Yeah, it's crazy that they it know is, it's out it's,
1: there. I get it, and I and I get the demand, and I'd love to see it. No lie, really? yeah. But the funny thing is, is I really think a lot of these people are more annoyed by everybody asking them about it, and they're just like, "Oh, here, fine. You want my opinion on it? Release, it. fine. Just stop fucking asking me about it." That's how I would be. <laughs> like. You're so worried about Zack Snyder's movies. It's like they they failed. Like, yeah, I would like to see it, fine, just for the for the context, but it you failed. So I'm sure it's more of an annoyance at this point to a lot of people.
0: Well let me and you're probably right, but let me just counter argument that with saying when you're an actor, you 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 read a script. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times you're already signed on, especially for these characters for years. And it's kind of like one of those things where like they might have a little bit of say on how their character can be. But the <clears> overall <throat> like connectivity of what they were going for at that time, they probably couldn't say shit. So they might have been all on board with what Zack Snyder was doing for Justice League. And then all of a sudden the studio was like, oh, well, actually, we're going to go and do this. And maybe all of them were just like, well, shit. And the studio's like, shut your mouth because you're on contracts. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm just, that's just a, throwing that out there as well. Is like, maybe they all thought that they signed on for the Snyder cut and it was going to be this awesome thing for the Justice League. Then they got what they got and they were like, well, you know, that's not really what we signed on for, but because we're contractually obligated, we can't really do anything
1: about it. <laughs> I yeah, I mean sure. I I could see that point. Um
0: It's just kinda like you know when you watch it was this uh round table with like all the guys talking about on Endgame with Kevin Feige coming in at the end, you know, they, they got their movie, they're shooting it, whatever, he's got the script, and then he comes in and he goes, Hey, we're gonna shoot this after credit sequel You know, Nick Fury's gonna say we're gonna do this Avengers thing. Yeah. And John Favreau's like, uh, okay <laughs> has no idea what's happening but the studio does or feige does or somebody does and at that time i i fully believe that Zack snyder was their feige at that time
1: oh i i agree but let's let's backtrack just a small amount to the fact that if if this marvel universe was planned correctly and i'm sure they had n- a much better idea of what they were doing than DC, DC rambling at the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they had all these different creative minds and these these talented people they're doing. And now that Zack Snyder's not creative and talented, it's just you put too much in Zack Snyder's lap. You should have had, like, a group. You should have had some other directors tackling things. You should have, like, it's it's... I just don't want to talk about it anymore, because just, if it's there, release it. Um, because speculating would have been good or not, I don't know. Were the actors were the actors happy with what they were doing? I don't know. How much were they really invested in those characters? Anyhow, because a lot of them didn't even have movies prior to that to lead into Justice League, so that whole scenario is such a mess that I don't even know. I like releasing the Snyder Cut's not going to save it for me personally. Yeah, I don't care if I saw Dark Side. I don't care because no, not, I know not it's, it's just Side, you know I'm not
0: at at this point if it if it comes out it won't matter because of what they've done with mm-hmm. everything but that being said when bbs unrated or whatever came out it was a better movie
1: still garbage i don't it's better that. but it's still garbage man it's still it's even longer garbage to be honest
0: <laughs> well anyway let's move on um
1: DC yeah, you, Universe. I love DC, but those <laughs> movies are garbage. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate it.
0: That's just you know.
1: Yeah, I yeah. get it. We but. got we got great stuff now, so let's just keep let's keep on the great trends, right?
0: Um, so Titan season three has been greenlit. Uh, Black Fire is meant to be the main antagonist. Yeah. They've been hinting at that. If you're watching the show anyway, um, we talked about it off whatever camera but the show's got too many time or storylines going on right now um the team has been disconnected since the beginning granted i'm an episode behind but like oh. i was loving the beginning of the season and now i i still really like it i just i don't like when the teams are split apart it's kind of one of those things that's just like inevitable and yes. i get annoyed but especially like they really even haven't even been the Titans since the beginning of the show. Not once. Correct. Like, have it all worked together. So, And that's what I kind of thought was going to happen when they were going to fight off against Deathstroke. And who knows? Season finale's still coming up. Maybe that's going to happen uh, this Friday. But I just, that's all. I'm just kind of like, you know, was Superboy even needed in this season? Because right now it just seems like a fucking waste of storyline, in my opinion. When yeah. he could have got his own, like... Shine
1: his own, show. Yeah, sure he... or whatever, or None. his own. Like, like here's the thing. Like, you're absolutely correct. Like, the Superboy thing. Like, why is he there? Is he meant? Yeah. Like, he all he did was save save Jason Todd. Yeah. Um, like that's that's one of the only things he did that really moved the story forward. Like this whole Cadmus thing is is I feel is like just it it is it's too much. Um, it I feel like. I feel like the, I don't even know I don't even know why that's in there. To be honest with you, it's like they they started it in season one. They had these grand ideas. Like I, I sent you that article the other day of these grand ideas of how season one should have ended, like was going to end and stuff. So yeah. I really feel like they they have changed course a few times, and and sometimes the show suffers. At the same time, um, if you stick with only the Deathstroke story and 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 um, and you'll see that this past week I don't want to tell you anything, but um, with um. This last this past episode does a lot, to be honest with you. Um, And so, if you stick with that, it's a really... I think it's been a really good season. Um, And the show is strong. Um, The challenge of the team breaking up, yeah, that's something that we're always going to go through on these shows. Um, And I'd rather get it out of the way now. (laughs) And then solidify when he becomes Nightwing. We got the Titans. And then we go into, like, whatever else is going to happen. The whole thing with Blackfire is funny because that's actually the... The very first new Teen Titans comic that was like the story in that comic. Um, that was one comic. <laughs> her, the Tamaranian's, whatever they came to get her. They solved it in one issue. The next issue is the first appearance of Deathstroke. So it's very, yeah. it's 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 interesting because they're they're definitely borrowing from these storylines. Um, but it's it's funny. I, I'd like to see how they're they're playing out now.
0: Yep, hundred percent. Me too. Um all right and then there's going to be is this the movie uh Slugfest that's coming out? Or is uh, it's, a TV show? it's it's a
1: series um by the Russo brothers and it will be covering the the DC Marvel rivalry through the years.
0: Yeah, I actually got that book last year for Christmas. I just haven't read it yet. Yep. So it's about that uh epic 50-year battle between Marvel and DC from Reed Tucker. So, maybe I'll read the book before the show comes
1: out. <laughs> yeah, I already know what quibby is
0: <laughs> sounds sounds Australian. I don't no, that does sound Australian. um all right, why don't you take us on to the comic news?
1: Yeah, nothing crazy this week um except that we're definitely gonna learn that the death of Alfred Pennyworth is real uh for now at least uh so if you've been following along in city of bane um he was murdered and it was kind of up in the air if he was really dead. So in February, we're getting Batman Pennyworth R.I.P. a one shot. So uh, it's kind of sad because the, the Batman annual uh, that's coming out um, is actually a lot of Alfred stories, too. So there it looks like this is uh, a big point in Bruce Wayne's life uh, that's going to be changed for a while.
0: Well, that's sad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like I was up like I haven't been reading Tom King's run, and I always save it, and I was gonna save City of Bane for the end, but this is this news story is everywhere, and I knew i had heard that this has happened um but now it's confirmed, so very sad um as Alfred's been a Batman mainstay for so long, so yeah yeah for sure <clears throat> so definitely I gotta get caught up on city of city of Bane, and then uh read this in February also uh, a couple other. Big things happening in February. Um, The, you know, so the end of um, the end of the, I'm sorry, Leviathan just happened uh, this past, last week. Uh, So that big reveal happened. um, And so bringing back a Kirby classic, the original Manhunter. And now we'll be getting a special uh, issue called Leviathan Dawn in February, continuing that storyline.
0: Huh okay
1: yep so So if you're not not, you know it's not a big spoiler (laughs) for somebody you know like um say for you um it's you know the payoff is big if you've if you know like kirby's work um some classic dc and stuff like that so you know bendis is is doing an excellent job you know kind of weaving stories um and creating you know creating new characters bringing back old characters Challenging characters, you know, Superman eighteen coming out soon. So, um, yeah, Benes has, has had a huge impact on DC since his arrival. So it's it's nice to, um, you know, get these get these get these uh, storylines. Exactly. Yeah, it's sweet. Uh, then you know, we last issue we, or last episode we mentioned uh, Wonder Woman's getting that big anniversary issue. Uh, Flash is also getting a big anniversary issue in issue 750 uh, due on February. So look forward to that. You know, different tales from different writers and whatnot.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Plus, it's going to have some sweet ass variant covers of him throughout the years, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool when they did that with uh, Batman 1000. So,
1: yeah, and action, um, action comics. Like, I love it. Wonder Woman is doing the same thing. So, yep. I'm really waiting for those to get revealed because then he can kind of pick and choose which ones he wants. I definitely like what the wonder Woman one. I want like a seventies one with Linda Carter. I want like, the like, you know, there's a few I want from each one. So that's the fun of like picking and choosing. I hope they do a nice Wally West, uh, nineties, 2001. <laughs> that's we'll see.
0: That's uh, Francesco Martina, two thousands is Jim Lee. So yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. would be cool. Uh, Next up in Valiant News, uh, we have a new comic called Doctor Tomorrow. And that is going to be hitting let's I'm sorry, I actually don't have any notes on that. Yeah. Dr. Tomorrow is due out. It's a new series, and it is gonna be due out on let me let me start with this. It's gonna be by Alejandro Arbano and Jim Tao and you'll let's see let me read this will bart and dr tomorrow be able to save the valiant universe from a new and unstoppable menace so this looks to have some major repercussions in in the regular valiant universe so uh bright and colorful panels and it's due out february 19th 2020
0: okay cool yeah it's pretty epic
1: to be honest with you
0: yeah it sounds like from what i'm reading here is that um He was a superhero in World War II. He used technology sent backwards in time from the future Mm. to help uh, the allies fight the Nazis. So, yeah, he's a young man inspired to become a hero by his heroic self from the future. Cool. I'm down. Need some news, Valiant. All right. Well, that puts us into a good spot to go on our commercial break.
1: DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to
0: travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you we're don't forget a your daily source for geeky pop culture news reviews interviews and so much more so as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe don't forget to travel safe and don't forget a towel all right we're back after those sexy commercials and first Ooh. thing up in tv news um we've got legendary and frank miller are teaming up uh to produce sin city television series uh robert rodriguez is a is a maybe at this point but do we need this do we care is this the thing that we're excited about what do you what do you think i
1: i guess um i mean i wasn't out in the street begging for more sin city to be honest with you but um you know i i love the first movie the second movie is okay um Hey, I mean, I'd, I'd watch the pilot. Of course. It, I mean, <laughs> we're like, did does Watchmen need a show? And then we're now we're like, yeah, definitely needs a show. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe you come up with new material. You create a new Sin City stories. You know what I mean? You don't have to. We don't have to say, oh, what's it going to adapt? Even though there's more to adapt. Hey, maybe you just pull the Watchmen thing. You start doing something brand new in that universe.
0: I think they did a good job you know, they did do that new story in Sin City 2. Mm-hmm. Um, or was Joseph- that original?
1: No, yeah, that's a sequel, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt played Clive, even yep. though it wasn't Clive's story. So, or it was, you know what I mean?
1: So, that he was... He wasn't political. supposed to be in it, right? right. <laughs> or something. I don't know.
0: But it, it turned out well. Um, it was alright. Anyway. Uh We got a new Witcher trailer, which is a little bit old news, but new news is that they got renewed for Season 2. Even though season one has not come out yet.
1: Yeah, this is the this is where they have like seven to nine seasons worth of content or whatever. So um I can't watch wait to watch this show. I love the game. I'd love to, you know, be able to read so I could go back and read those books, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but these are supposed to, the show's <laughs> supposed to be more based on the books, right? Yeah, these are based off the books,
0: not the not the uh
1: So what's the game based off? Just the premise of the books? I don't know. I, don't I, know, I just I'm played the play first it. two games. I was just like, I'm playing The Witcher three because it's supposed to be so good, and it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So I guess
1: we'll uh, see.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm excited because the trailer is great. Yep, movie in a month or show in a month. Exactly.
0: Um, in movie news, uh, Mark Wahlberg is confirmed to be Sully in the Uncharted film from Sony. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So Hi. here,
1: here's a funny thing I read. <laughs> yeah, this movie has been in development so long that he's gone from being yeah. um, or, uh, Drake to being yeah. Sully. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny little tidbit of <laughs> nerd news or new. Yeah, nerd.
0: that's the only reason why I think it's kind of cool is that. Um, But other than
1: that, I I don't care. Hey, <laughs> maybe by the time this movie comes out, Tom Holland will be looking older you know who
0: knows all right continuing movie news we got katie Sackoff is i to return uh for riddick four furia um this is one of those long yes i hope it happened i hope it happens soon but you know that this whole thing's been kind of going back and forth for a while so uh, as enthusiastic as i could be i'm not like jumping up and down yet
1: yeah i mean i i like those movies i'd I was really on board with them, but it's been six years. Yeah.
0: That, that's it. And, and and I'm not like, you know, you come up with a new trailer, I'm probably going to get right back yeah. on board. It's I'll just... go watch them again. <laughs> and that's it. So, um, in other kind of casting news, Little Mermaid has found its Prince Eric. Uh, the actor Jonah Howard King. I don't really know him, but He's in it.
1: <laughs> all the Disney, all live action. You know what I just watched? I watched that. Yeah, um, they did like um, a musical one on ABC the other night, like last week. That was pretty, yeah. That was actually yep. pretty cool. They like merged merged it like live live stage show with like the cartoon, and it's really cool. I think that um, yeah, it's don't remember it's getting a lot of press this week too. So it's interesting. I'd like to. I'm really excited for this live action version, to be honest
0: with you. Yeah, me too. I when we first heard about the live action, I thought that was it, like the Disney. And I was like, oh, cool. But yeah, this is good. So <laughs> um, and then in Netflix news, uh Paramount and Eddie Murphy are teaming up finally for uh Beverly Hills Cap hmm. four. Um you know there was a TV show I think like starring his son or something like that. Yeah, I remember that Eddie Murphy's coming back. Uh, he just did Dolomite as my name, which I guess is amazing. Um, he's got Coming to America sequel coming out soon. Yeah, that's so, SN- oh
1: SNL yeah. soon too. He's his he hasn't been on SNL in like thirty years. And he's, he's hosting? Gonna be hosting around like Christmas time. Um, I mean, when you talk okay. about Eddie Murphy and SNL, it's like OG, you know. So um I am yeah. really looking forward yeah. to that and, and this movie, you know. I'm really happy to see Eddie Murphy back in back in the limelight.
0: That's right. Yeah, I I love um uh Beverly Hills Cop Hillscott movies, so yeah, I'm I'm down. And then um we've got the Unsound, uh, which is a comic by Colin Bunn and Jack T cole uh david f sandberg um who just recently did uh, shazam and of course lights out and annabelle creation um he's going to be taken on this project which is a boom studios comic book um, yeah it's a it's another horror thing where this psychiatrist returns to an insane asylum where her mother once worked and is now as a patient <laughs> like you know, anytime you go into insane asylums, shit gets mm-hmm. crazy. So, and he's a good guy to do it. Lights Out is awesome horror movie.
1: Love what he did with uh, Shazam. So, it should be good. Yeah, that sounds neat. I didn't, I haven't heard of that before until now. So that's cool. I have to check that comic out. Yep. Yeah, me either. Um, all right. So we got gaming
0: news. I'm going to have you jump over here. Yeah.
1: So So um, we got a the new game from Obsidian. Um, they just put out, uh, what is that? Outer Worlds, um, uh, which has been getting some good reviews. I actually read a review of it on Don't Forget a Towel. Uh, but Grounded sounds really interesting, and I really hope it does expand onto other consoles, um, as it has a very honey, I shrunk the kids premise. Um, and so the four main characters are all shrunken down as part of an experiment, and now our force has survived untamed world, wilds that are actually a standard American suburban backyard. So, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> obviously, it's honey, magic. honey, I Shrunk the kids, yeah, <laughs> that's, or
0: like the magic school bus. But, yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, hopefully, that's yeah, cool. It's definitely cool. Um, yeah, anytime you know, you can kind of t- go off what people aren't doing in sci fi, it's you know, it's been years since we saw anything like that. So, it's, it is, I'd say it's about time. Appropriately. Uh, next up, Borderlands Three will be revealing uh, its first uh, story DLC, the the ones you actually pay for. <laughs> and um, so it looks like it'll be hitting. The reveal will be on November twentieth, so just in a couple days, this Wednesday. And um, apparently, the news is that we may have some kind of return for Handsome Jack. Um, so. Fingers crossed, we get some more antics from that uh, that goofball, or at least <laughs> some kind of clone or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I would not be surprised if it's a clone, yeah. <laughs> because that guy's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, sure. You know, I'm 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 whatever you want to give me, I'll tune into the Borderlands show episode three. Um, when it comes out, and, and we'll we'll see just what is going on in that. That's it. But handsome Jack comes back, more butt stallions. I'm there. That's right.
1: That's right. <laughs> um, next up, after many, 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 many years, Alex. Maybe I guess that's how you say it. Um, it's it's been officially announced, but the reveal is coming this week. Um, so. I, to be honest with you, I do not even know the last time we had, we had a Half-Life game. Um, Half-Life 2 came out in 2004, 2004. Yeah, 2004. 2004. So, I mean, and the last episode for that was 12 years ago. So, and it said it is ended on a cliffhanger. So this is exciting. Um, I played a lot of the original Half-Life when I first went to college. Um, you know, when we were first learning about, like, LAN and um, and playing games across networks and, and, and really discovering that whole world that would explode soon after, um, Half-Life was, like, one of those OG games. Um, and I remember having a lot of fun playing that game, multiplayer and single player.
0: Yeah, um, I find it's interesting. It's reveal is also on the <laughs> 20th, an hour after Borderlands. <laughs> Um, and it's going to be a VR exclusive. So, it's a what? You know, it's VR. It's Valve exclusive.
1: It's VR. Or it's the only virtual yeah. reality. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I'm so that's sick it. Of this shit. Yep,
0: it's their flagship VR game for for Valve. So, <sighs> so if you have a VR headset, but, like the, I get it, yeah,
1: but. VR VR is like in the midst of either failing or surviving. It's very weird right now. It's like I, I don't know. It's just there's not enough. There's not enough peripherals. You know when everything's like oh this like the Vader one pisses me off the most because it's it's like here's your exclusive. You can't play it on anything else. You got to get an Oculus. I'm sorry, but I'm not paying Facebook that kind of money. Sorry, I don't I don't fund your 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 garbage like that. So. I just I find like this VR these VR things to be annoying without any kind of like version of the game for people who just want to play on the normal screen you know and get the story enjoy like I don't know whatever you want to do but it's bullshit. <laughs> and speaking of bullshit, hey, so just, uh, this next thing coming up, um, sure. You know, the minute that that Google decided that they weren't going to really truly launched their stadia correctly i said you know i'm not going to pay into it i don't have extra money to throw around for that i don't have extra money to pay a monthly connection fee for what i can do everything that i want to do on my playstation right now you have you're not selling me on this you're not giving me any reason to pick up this system um i've read the reviews there's a lot of lag um a lot of the promises were not met um and A lot of people who bought this Founder's Edition are getting them sent out staggered, so you're not even getting them on launch day. A lot of people, so this whole rollout is really weak, as I say, it's meh. And um, I mean, maybe when I when PlayStation Five comes out, I'll make my decision then. But I don't know if I'll ever, you know, what are you what are you giving me, Google? Streaming abilities, so that what I don't have a physical game eventually, you know, that when streaming becomes illegal or whatever, or, or it gets shut down and we lose our we lose all the money we spent you know i just there's a lot of weird things up in the air about streaming especially games yeah
0: i agree i you know they had to up their um releases from i think it was like 12 to tw- 12 to 22 yep. yep because people just didn't care and and weren't going to spend the money on it so um that doesn't mean that anyone is still going to spend the money on it. It doesn't, you know, so. And, and I've read, <laughs> yeah. you
1: know, and I've watched good reviews of it too, like where people are giving it, like they got the early review copy. Well, what happens when everybody else gets online? Yeah, I, I trust Google can handle bandwidth and creating servers and whatnot. I know that they set up an entire thing for this. But when it comes down to it and like you said, oh, you could use a Chromecast. You can't. You have to have a Chromecast Ultra. You have to have the newer Ultra. You have, so all of these things that were supposed to be like day one. Um, yes, it's going to work. It's not working. So it's 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 very frustrating for anybody who may have spent money on that. Yep. That's it. Let's yep. talk about something Absolutely. fun. Yeah, please. Let's switch. Here's the Jedi <laughs> Fall in Order. Um, you know, we are, We had it. We didn't get to do the show last week, so it was kind of more of a. A primer to it, but it's out. Um, I beat it over the weekend. Actually, I just beat it last night. Um, And I give it a nine out of 10.
0: Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. (laughs) So I will, you know, my impressions right now are about eight out of 10. Um, But obviously, that can change
1: as time goes on. Which it did for you. Yeah, it did. (laughs) I mean, I still feel the same about like the gameplay and, and some things like where it's like an eight, 8.5, but there are, there's a lot of things that happen that push the game up because it's Star Wars for me as well. So um, maybe I give a little bit higher score than I would a normal game because I haven't played a good Star Wars game in a very long time where it was just like, I could dedicate myself to it. Really feel like I'm getting something out of it. And it told me a great story.
0: Right, exactly. Let me ask you this though, Um, without spoiling, obviously, is there anything about it? Because I read a review that kind of said no, that gives it into any canon that matters.
1: Is there Um, anything in this game where you're like, "Holy shit!" This I I want to have a discussion with you about it when you're done, because there are a lot of things that you and I have discussed issues with that time period um, yeah. how the Jedi, are, you know, how the whole legacy of the Jedi ends up how it is you know, or how it isn't um, but there are things that I want to talk to you about eventually that I can't okay. uh, I don't really want to tell you a- anything at all because I really okay. want you to but just experience it, enjoy it, yeah. get out of it yeah. what you need and then we can talk about it deeper, you know Okay Okay, cool, yeah
0: um i like the game i'm definitely a fan so far uh so i'm glad to hear that your score went <laughs> up um that's that's big
1: all right what's next let's talk a little bit let's go right into star wars i, I put that at the end so we could transition to star wars easily so um <laughs> another thing that came out last night uh, and last week the week of star wars the week that star wars got me excited once again um the Mandalorian dropped uh, episodes one and two. Um, we've, you know, we've watched them. We talked about them last night. Uh, we recorded our Star Wars podcast, so that'll be dropping soon. But, um, you know, I'm just a real, real quick idea or quick recap for me is that this this is one of the best things ever for Star Wars. Um, it it has exceeded my expectations, um, and it's just it's it's it, it is really beautiful. Um, it looks great uh it's got a good story so far um and you know it it's 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 got like that that felony world building and, and character building uh imprint on it and john favreau's writing is is awesome so um i'm i really can't wait f- for more <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that's <laughs> i can't even say much more than that to be honest with you and not in like you know, I just can't, it's just, it's crazy. It's so good. Um, the only bad thing I can say is it's too short and it's a weird choice in some ways. And and I get the arguments that it's, we're getting it. We have something, so shut up and enjoy what we have. And that's fine. It's just when you compare it to what we're so used to, even at the minimum, Cable standards of forty-two minutes, and I think that was maybe the first episode, and the second one is under forty minutes. I just want, yeah, more, but that's yeah,
1: all. I get that. Um, at the same time, when you look at TV shows, there's so much other filler bullshit for like fifteen minutes that you know. But do you dialogue, think they would do that. Not, not <laughs> di- like, I don't really need him going and hanging out with somebody at a cantina. Yeah, it'd be fine. But this is a very, like, very, like, driven story where. It just it just keeps going, and um, there's not a lot of like slowdown during it. So maybe once we meet more characters, um, there'll be more interactions like that. But you know, for those thirty to forty minutes, were amazing. Thirty to forty minutes, so. correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, next up, Star Wars movies will be on hiatus after the the Rise of Skywalker, and so. Bob Iger has stated this. Um, this is a much-needed thing to a certain extent. Um, who knows? Who knows what's going to really work for people? What makes people happy? We know the Mandalorian makes people happy, so let's start there. <laughs> and um, and you know, once the rise rise of Skywalker's out of the way, we uh, like I keep saying, we have new characters, new stories. So that's that's one of the best things you can probably do.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's fine. You know what I mean? If, if we're going to get the TV shows in between, I didn't feel a Star Wars fatigue with them coming out once no. a year, especially breaking it up between the stories. Um, but if this time is well spent so that the next movie or movies come out the gate being amazing, then fine. If it comes out and it splits the fan base again and it's like, did it really matter? But, you know, I'm going to remain positive and, and just assume that everything's going to be fucking great because it's Star Wars. And How long do you, know, you think they're going to stuff. do? Two years? I think three is too uh, long. What's this? Um, this is 2019? Yeah. yeah, 2022.
1: Yeah. I would I say think. every two years we get a Star Wars movie. But what would be cool is, like, what if you don't have to make huge budget movies? You can make Disney Plus movies, too.
0: I think because they're already in the deficit with Disney Plus, like coming out the gate, I don't know how much money they're already down. A billion dollars, let's just say. Um, I don't think they'll do that yet. I think that's a long way away.
1: I would like to say kind of like that billion dollars shouldn't really affect what Star Wars does. They made their money back with Star Wars already. And the merchandising continues. Four billion. They made their money back that they paid George Lucas. Now it's like, yeah, you got a deficit because of Disney Plus, but Disney Plus, Disney also Marvel. You know, if you're looking at the whole picture, yeah, but all I'm saying on the innocent level without thinking about all that stuff is that you don't have to just do TV shows. You don't have to just do big screen movies. You did Lady and Tramp on a small screen. You can do a Star Wars movie on the small screen. You know, it's it's kind of a no-brainer, and I would like to see them kind of develop that kind of stuff more. Like, do stuff that you you made, like the Ewok movie was for TV originally, right? I think. Yeah. So it's just like, you can do this stuff. You can try new things. Don't get yourself stuck in just, I got to make Star Wars movies for the big screen all the time, you know?
0: Hey, man. Preaching yeah. to the choir.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I hope that
0: they realize that. I think the other thing is, too, with them is that they also spent gosh knows how much money on that park as well. And it hasn't <laughs> been making the money. So I think they're just being like real cautious, but real
1: cautious. So that's yep. all yep. for now. Yep. I've spoken. Um, yep. Lastly, in the whole new people, new places thing, uh, that's Kevin Feige's uh, quote. Um, he has promised that he will be making... The Star Wars movie he's developing will explore new people and new places in that universe. So, thank you.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess that, to me, is just kind of like a no-brainer. Like, yeah, we're not going to the Skywalkers, so we're not going to do stories anymore. So what else right. is there? New That's stuff. it. I mean, so, it's my
1: mantra. I don't care. Because they yeah. failed in what? It was been what eight years? <laughs> eight years is a long time, man. It took ten, it took uh, Marvel ten years to be super successful, right? <laughs> and Disney's wait, what do you mean? Sales? So eight years, Disney Disney has owned Star Wars since two thousand twelve, correct?
0: I believe. Okay. So. so at the end
1: of this eight yeah. year tenure, already they have they're not super successful. To, in all honesty, the fan base has been divided. Their theme park is has lost money. Um, their movies are kind of up near what they're doing. Disney Plus is here. Finally, I think now we're kind of in this stage where they've realized their mistakes and now we're moving forward and that's all we can ask. But yeah, I really feel like EA didn't make they made less than five games. I can't count that many on one hand. And so I really feel like Disney dropped the ball with Star Wars in the eight years that they've had. it. As a longtime fan, somebody who, you know, you can put books and comics out, but then again, I always feel like they inundated us with that kind of stuff too. Like that was like, I can't even keep up with that much, that much material, you know, and I want to, but it's very hard. So it's like, so I love Star Wars and we got to keep moving forward and doing things that, you know, listen to the people, listen to the fans, listen to like, and just do things that like the Mandalorian, do things that people are begging for, you know, so I don't know, it's it's such a touchy subject, unfortunately, and um, I guess that's because people are so passionate about it, and I guess that's a good thing too um, so let's just hope for the best as usual
0: that's it, man that's all we can do
1: <laughs> yeah alright, so what time is it? it is time for the pursuit of plastic. All right. Uh, first up today, a very strange mashup. I just randomly came across on <laughs> my uh, my He-Man site, but something I really considered getting just to go with my Castle Grayskull and have some like Attorney and wrestling matches. But um, um, Mattel is mashing up WWE and uh, Masters of the Universe for Masters of the WWE Universe Grayskull Wrestling Ring. So. How did we miss I, this? I don't know. It's just, it's up for. This is at San Diego. Was Comic-Con. it?
0: It's so weird. Oh, yeah. I don't
1: know, man. I, who knows? I, I might have just been distracted by other cool things. Um, cause this just, I yeah. didn't see this until it popped up on, on like Walmart's pre order or something weird like that. So, yeah. Um, it's 20, 20 bucks. Um, it has like, for the yeah, ring? It, It's weird. I think like, that's why I was really considering it just for fun. Um, it has a really cool castle. Great. It's called uh, Deco. Um, so yeah, if you guys you know, it fits uh, you know six to seven inch wrestling, um, He-Man figures, whatever. And there you go. So <laughs> weird, weird geeky world we live in. Heck yeah! Yeah. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I I saw this one you posted it, and I was like. This actually seems like, you know, I didn't really like the horror Motu mashups to be quite honest with you. I didn't think they looked cool. I thought they were too weird. But this was like, oh, this kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know? Ultimate Warrior and stuff like
1: John Cena,
0: sure. Why not? Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, those horror <laughs> ones were weird them. The um the DC ones were cool though. I liked those.
0: Yeah, the, some Yeah, cuz they ones. had like
1: like you could have like Ace the Bad Hound was like your your cringer kind of yeah, that that was that yeah. Was awesome. So and they did um, what did they do? Like um, the the oh, what was it? The bat the bat cave as like grace Grayskull place. Yeah, I think yeah. So, so they kind of Funko went fun with that. That was that was a cool mashup. So hey, there you go. Now you can bring that over to uh, those figures over to your wrestling ring. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, next up, a series of figures that I love to look at but probably won't ever buy. Um, because that looks like a slippery slope, but the amazing Yamaguchi um, is continuing their DC line. Uh, they just teased Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn. Um, the Wonder Woman's interesting, to but the Harley Quinn is um, is really neat. Um, I forgot to put a link in here, but when you have a chance, go look at it. Um, I've yeah, seen it's, it; it's, it's pretty movie. cool. Um, yeah, I love those. I love those Yamaguchi figures. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> I could get the Stroke. That's the one I really want. The Stroke one?
0: one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they they do a great job on those. Absolutely. Arr, okay uh,
1: next up NECA NECA's tribute for the fortieth anniversary of Alien is the quarter scale big chap Kenner tribute. Um so, you know, throwing it back to that original Alien figure and everybody loves doing that tribute, but um, you know, NECA does like no other at the pricing they they deliver for their quarter scale figures at around a $100, 120 dollars. You can't beat that. Um you know, and this is this is a really cool one. This is something I would probably consider getting um for my for like my fortieth anniversary alien, you know, figure.
0: Isn't it oh I was gonna say, isn't it your fortieth birthday cone? But you're right. It's no not. that's that goes alongside
1: <laughs> with that That's actually yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah,
0: this, new again, time. like, yeah, like you said, NECA just, you can't beat it for that price, and they always do a really good job with Big Chap, always, so, yeah, that's sweet. I like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> um, so Mondo's been doing some really cool 1-6 uh, scale figures. Uh, I've been getting the He-Man ones. Um, they've been also doing Batman the Animated Series, and so the latest one is sure. a black variant. Um one with like a Bruce Wayne head sculpt, so it's Batman the animated series. Um, it's an, an amazing looking figure. It's about one hundred fifty bucks. You can do payment plans on it. Um, yeah, Mino Mino's been doing some great quarter. Or sorry, uh, one six scale figures.
0: Yeah, um, in the price, and they have a what do you call it? Um, you oh yeah, the part, yeah, just the,
1: the partially payment plan. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just like it's just so crazy. Yeah. It's it's. It's an amazing looking figure, yep.
1: and I'll tell you right now. I mean, my payments to them have been anywhere from twenty five to thirty dollars a month. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. Not as awesome as, as getting a Mando with my SideShow credit for for that same price, though. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so God. I was just like, my God! I was like, eh, I'll take a look, and I was like, wait, what does this say? Ninety four dollars. Oh my God!
0: So you know, I so, actually haven't looked at my SideShow credit, so maybe do I do yourself a favor. My... It's like Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, now that you're saying that. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, this, but this figure is great, and like you said, Mondo has been doing some really cool stuff lately, yeah. so yeah, and they
1: continue to do it. Um, and they have a couple more Mass Universe figures coming out soon, that's why I haven't ordered this one <laughs> to be honest with you. So, oh my God. um, last up today, uh, this is a little bit old news, but it's not yeah. out yet. Um, due out on, on Black Friday. It's going to be Lego's ultimate 89 Batmobile from the Tim Burton movie. Um, comes with three new minifigures, Batman, the Joker, and Vicki Vale. Um, if you order from the Lego shop, which is exclusive to that, um, you get another Batmobile, a smaller Batmobile set for free. A lot of bonuses coming with this. I think it's about 250 Um uh, which puts in...
0: This is big, though. This is like, how many um 3000
1: plus, I'm pretty sure
0: yeah this is like the um what do you call it? the james bond car like this is like that level i think
1: yeah this is this is almost up to like those those star wars ones um like the master series or whatever those are so like the bottom well like, LEGO's ideals, saying, like right that. so a little bit different yeah. like same same premise in a way but the way i look at it is this is like lego taking and doing like these master master build sets um, and charging a lot of money for them, <laughs> because like um, I mean 250 is isn't that unaffordable though for what this is to be honest with you so do you know how long it is I don't, I don't.
0: okay so it, it doesn't matter I'm just I'm just curious because it just the pictures it makes it seem like when I started making that um, the Ashton Martin the, the the uh, James yeah. Bond one. I was like, oh, okay. This is cool. And then it just became the most elaborate thing ever. And it's a good ooh, one and a half feet.
1: Probably. Really? It's that
0: big? Oh, it is. Wait till you see it next week. It is massive. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, shit. So, like, I would imagine this has got to be on that same level because of the price point. It's got to be, like, a good almost two feet. How bigger. much was
1: your... How much was your estimate? Um, that? Uh, I don't remember. All right. So here it is. It's, it's 250.
0: It's probably a couple hundred. It was 150. Oh, okay. So here
1: it is. It's 250 bucks. Um, yep. Let me just get this. I thought I had to. Here we go. Sorry. Specifications um, 3,306 pieces, 60 centimeters long. Yeah. That's what I mean. Foot and a half. Yep. That's how big the Aston Martin is?
0: Aston Martin's twelve, thirteen hundred 1300. Oh, pieces. I'm sorry. Batmobile yep. measures Love over me.
1: four inches high, twenty three inches long, and eight inches wide. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's almost Yeah, it's almost two feet, feet long. That's amazing. Yeah. And the
0: like the one for the Aston Martin is sixteen plus. Like it's an adult collectible. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Because I can't imagine a
1: kid trying to deal with that. Yeah, actually, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking more along the lines of like the DeLorean, those first few sets, you know. What I mean? Yes. Um, yes. the 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 Ghostbusters Ecto One, I have those. Those are definitely yes. cool. They're not like yep. this though. <laughs> no, they're not. No, this is the whole other thing. And I really want to see the Aston Martin because that's one thing I did want to get at one point. So it's cool. Awesome. Anyway, hey, guess what? Yeah. What we may it. the next time we do this show we may be together hanging out. Uh we will, most That's
0: definitely, right. guys. So better sound quality. Uh <laughs>
1: we'll have um we'll be doing a gourmet talk or <laughs> talent scum episode.
0: Yeah, no way, or we'll bring it back. One of them. But yeah, Chris stever will be on uh the podcast. We'll do shows that are on the warlock home video network, or maybe I'll just take the audio from it, whatever, and put it out as the show. But regardless, um, a you know, a couple new episodes coming out soon. Like Chris mentioned, we also have the star warriors podcast where we talk about the Mandalorian and Jedi fallen order a little bit more in depth. Um, so if you're star Wars fans, well, I hope so, because it's all we talk about every episode anyway. So, (laughs) and, and if you're DC
1: fans, uh, you and I just uh, submitted that DCU thing, so oh, hopefully yeah. maybe we can share that with our viewers at some point. Um, I'm not sure, but no promises. I think we're
0: going to have to wait a
1: bit, but yeah. yeah. But um, this is something that we were thinking about doing on a regular if we don't get it picked up. Anyhow, uh, maybe like once every quarter, twice a year, something fun like that, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, where can you find us? We are on a little website called Don't Forget to uh your daily source for all the news, the reviews, and the interviews. So much more.
0: Yeah. Yep. At yeah, DFA tabo for all of those um, on the social medias. So, yeah, guys, thanks a lot for, for listening. We got a good uptick of uh, listeners this month so far. It's not even over yet. So we hope to... Have you uh, listen while we're over the uh, (laughs) Thanksgiving holiday times? And um, this is Casey
1: saying go read some comics. That's right. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.